Her old school friend Kate was at her elbow, looking concerned and caring. Here, let me take those. Kate tried to take the plate of sandwiches, but Kira clung on, as though the plate was a life raft in a raging sea. <sighs> I'm all right, really. It's better if I have something to do. Okay, love, but don't tire yourself out. It's been a tough day for you. Kira nodded her thanks through eyes brimming again with tears. Any show of concern from friends or family overwhelmed her. Maybe handing round the sandwiches wasn't such a good idea after all. Quickly, she abandoned them to the sideboard and headed out to the sanctuary of the kitchen. Gazing unseeingly out the kitchen window, Kira recalled all too vividly the events of that fateful evening just four days ago. She and Niall had just finished dinner and were considering what to do with the rest of the evening. They debated the merits of watching television or walking down to the local pub for a leisurely nightcap. "'I think I'd rather stay in tonight,' Niall had eventually said. "'I'm not feeling too good. Maybe I'm just a bit tired. If you don't mind, I'd rather unwind with a movie. Is there anything decent on?' Kira suddenly wondered how Sarah, her daughter, was coping. Many of Sarah's friends had come to the service and graveyard, anxious to give Sarah support— but embarrassed and uncertain of what to say. Most of them had never had to face death at such close quarters before and were unsure of how to behave. Kira had been deeply touched, knowing that their presence had required greater effort than many of the older people, some of whom positively thrived on funerals. So as they'd left the graveyard, she'd given Sarah a wad of notes to buy drinks for her friends at the local pub. Annie had been shocked when she discovered that her granddaughter was in the pub on the day of her father's funeral, but Kira dismissed her mother's misgivings. This day, of all days, Sarah belonged in the bright world of the living. The child would have to do her grieving soon enough. Startled from her reverie, Kira turned as Charlie Summers entered the kitchen. Charlie had been Niall's best friend since school days. Without saying a word, Charlie put his arms around her, holding her tightly, both of them united in a fresh wave of grief. Sobbing together, there were no words needed. They had both lost someone they loved dearly. Dee, Charlie's wife, and one of Kira's closest friends, joined them, and they all stood together, arms linked, and holding each other in wordless communication. Over the years, they had all shared so many milestones. It was impossible to accept that Niall would not be there to build more memories in the years ahead. Gradually, the kitchen began to fill up with people bringing in food. Delicious hams, cold meat, salmon and salads had appeared on the kitchen table as if by magic. Kira realised with gratitude that her neighbours and friends must have organised it all. Fires had also been lit in both dining room and drawing room, creating a cosy and welcoming atmosphere. She was now angry with herself for being so self-indulgent. Niall would have expected her to look after the guests properly. After all... These were the very people who had come to pay their respects to his memory. People were still arriving back from the graveyard, and Kira heard the deep, booming voice of Liam Golden in the hall. Leaving the kitchen, she hurried outside to greet him, needing to feel the warmth of his embrace as he enfolded her in his huge arms. Kira, love. He held her tightly, smoothing her hair as one might soothe a small child. No words were necessary. They had known each other for years, and Kira found comfort and solace in his affectionate embrace. 
Since her art college days, Liam had been her mentor and friend. As owner of the Domino Gallery, Liam had spotted Kira's talent and given her a solo exhibition when she was still an unknown. It had been a wonderful opportunity for a young art student, and to everyone's surprise but Liam's, her work received rave reviews, and the entire exhibition sold out within a week. Since then, despite offers from bigger, more impressive galleries, Kira had continued to work exclusively with Liam and his gallery. She might have made more money elsewhere, but to Kira, money wasn't everything. Suddenly, Kira became aware that there was a woman standing just behind Liam, smiling sympathetically at her. Simultaneously, Liam released Kira from his embrace and turned to introduce the woman to her. Kira, this is Eta. She wasn't sure if she should come, but I said, oh, You're very welcome, Eta, said Kira, extending her hand. Any friend of Liam's is a friend of mine. Eta smiled.